we're gonna we're gonna play <laughs> some D and D now. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun and weird session. I'll tell you that. Very nice. Oh boy, will there be bloodshed? Perhaps. Oh, hey, just maybe. Okay. Last time on Strangers Rolling Dice, we got to meet some new friends in this fun and wacky vacation destination friend? you found yourselves in. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not a friend. No? No, you didn't? Okay, well. Nope. I tried to make friends with them. Say, saying it right now to my brother, not a friend. Not a not friend. A friend. Not air. a friend. Not even remotely. Okay. We've so, split a family apart already. Wow. <laughs> on that note, uh, in the back of your uh, new ride, there are four corpses of uh, these snake folk. These humans with snake-like features that seem to vary between them. Uh, not each of them having the same, you know, telltale thing like some uh, other humanoid species where they all have a similar trait that makes them like a mouse person or whatever. In this case, they look like, for the most part, humans with a patch here, a fang there, slits for eyes, whatever. Uh, and your hovering turtle craft uh, has come to be known as the barge. Um sort of thrums through the the marsh and you quickly realize, Crow, as you are in control of it, that it's not impossible to guide its direction. It's just fairly intuitive once you realize that your thoughts themselves will it to go one direction or the other. But kind of like riding a bike, there's more to it than just getting your balance. You you, you quickly find that you're you're having a hard time slowing down. And uh, you're moving not very fast. You're actually moving about three miles an hour um, steadily over the top of the water and the terrain that's uh, hodgepodged uh, muck and little different hummocks. And you collide at one point with a tree um, and scrape, making this loud just <laughs> sound along the, the port side of the vessel. And uh, you, you make it between the trees, but uh, you you realize that you're going to need to learn how this thing works to really be able to pilot it. And so I'm going to turn it over to you guys as you have these slain snake people and your new weird magical hovercraft in the Bulabadur Basin. Um, what do you do? Okay, as far as as far as the barge goes, I think what um, Crow will try is, you know, she's made it move. Um, thinking also, can I turn it off and on to where it's quiet, like turning a car off? Okay. Do you want to so try kind of, turning it off? Like, yeah, just try to like, off. yeah, just uh, will okay. it to settle down, you know, okay. to the ground so and you, be quiet. You will it at first. You you will it to settle down to the ground and to uh, to cease its movement. And it, it's sort of sloppy at first and everybody sort of holds on and, and the actors playing your character's Star Trek jostle for a second. <laughs> um, and then you guys, uh, you, you feel the thrumming quiet down okay. to the wow, Very wow, good, very good. Wow, wow, wow. And it stops moving. Um, 
but you feel your elevation slowly sinking. Mm, like I can see it sinking into the into Not the swamp. Yet. If you look over the edge, as you guys all sort of like panic and, and scramble trying to figure out what the hell you're doing you you see that you're not quite touching the surface of the water yet but you are losing elevation uh, as you concentrate on slowing the vehicle I mean, if and it ever you... seems like it's going to you know hit the swamp and keep going down I will you know, raise it back up Okay, then you raise it back up and you you feel like you let it go as close as it could have possibly gotten um, and you lifted it back up and you kept going. Um, and you, you even find that you're able to have it hover in place, but it requires your concentration to make mm. it so. Alrighty. Arzalek just walks up, uh, innocently enough, poses a uh, question to Crow, just, I didn't know you knew how to pilot these things. I've never seen anything like it before. Oh, yeah, um, all the time. We ha- we, we uh, have these uh, back at home. That's a uh, child's play. <laughs> Cars just scratches his head in disbelief. If it's a uh, child's play, maybe you could keep it a little more steady. I'm trying to do something here. I like make it lurch a little bit. (laughs) 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 Okay. Gotta start over. Um, I'm gonna be working on, uh, I've got my loot out, and um, I'm just uh, picking a little tune, trying to uh, ritually cast a uh, little spell that'll take like 10 minutes for the ritual casting of it. So I don't know. Um, I'm just like probably walking around in a circle and like seven minutes in, I'm like, hey, uh, I need everybody in uh, close to me for a second. Okay. Huddle um, up. While this yeah. is happening, is because uh, this is a couple of things have been happening now. Yeah, it'll I take some time. So. Or, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to give a chance for the other two of you, uh, Karzalek and Bart. Do you have anything that you want to do on this boat? Like you guys haven't really... Uh, you know, I communicated to you over Discord what items these people had on them, so you yes. as players know what they have, but uh, you haven't, like, in the story here, searched their bodies, and uh, uh, other than saying, you know, we haul them on board so we can search them later when we end. Yeah, I was uh, going down this handy handout you gave us, and I, I'm curious what's on the bodies, but also, I'm very suspicious of this one box full of smaller boxes. <laughs> yeah, so there are there's a manifest here that I've given you basically. Um and thank you Zach for posting from the loot sheet what they have. Um so what they what you find on the bodies is uh some high quality weapons and armor. There's a plus 1 spear. There's a shield. Uh there's a dagger. Uh, there's a grimoire plus one arcane casting implement. Uh, there's uh, some scimitars. There's some light armor. Um, I think some half plate as well. Um, you know, you guys, you, you you're able to pick apart that they were pretty well equipped. I would say not like you know the king's guard or some shit, but they're solidly equipped and you look around and you, you notice that this carriage um, and their their armor and their their clothing and everything sort of 
bears a similar like a resemblance. There's an aesthetic continuity between them, uh, but it's not of a culture or a make that you really recognize. Uh, and then there's all the gear on here. There's uh, uh, sorry, the gear, the loot. There's uh, crates, uh, barrels. There's a humongous uh, dull purplish pink thing uh, on the front of the vessel. And there's a crane. Um, so tell me now what you guys want to do here. Um, Trees is noodling and casting this ritual. Uh, Crow, I think, is experimenting with this golden orb. Your magic users, except for Bart, are fascinated by things right now. So, um, talk to me. Hmm. So, what is this? I think Bart would kind of like, uh, like, uh, get carried over by his still summoned snakes at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of land next to Karzalek kind of stumble up and what is this mystery stone are you talking about the stone that you uh found in the manor and uh were confused there, about last time is that what that one is that's more no um, that was from the barge people it says mm, large polished stone. uncomfortably warm to the touch Oh, uncomfortably warm to the touch. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you want to look at that one. Sorry, you have multiple mystery stones right now. Yes. We do. <laughs> Isn't that, we have a magic rock and a mystery stone, you know? And a magic <laughs> orb. And a magic orb. You guys are really starting to get a portfolio, like a real D&D party's portfolio of weird magic items that you're going to forget roll, that you roll, have. Rolling rocks <laughs> in real life. And yeah, we're just collecting crystals, aren't we? We're a bunch of new age, like, hippies. <laughs> yeah, like, you're living <laughs> in, a, in a tiny house on the back of an ancient turtle. And you have a bunch of crystals. Okay, That's so, so cool. <laughs> Jay, you're looking at this this item yes. here. Yes, comfortably hot to the touch. Do you want to make me touch. a Arcana check on it? Sure, I do. I'm good at Arcana. I bet I'm not. Here we go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> That's a natural thirteen. Um, yeah, you you sense that this is clearly magic. Um, it. You know, it wouldn't be able to retain heat without something going on with it. Mm -hmm. uh, it is the only thing that you can think of as you as you hold it. Uh, let me actually make me a nature check too. Like this is clearly a magical stone. You feel like it's a tool. It's like marked in this one spot, and it looks like a tool. That's a natural sixteen. Okay, it was a DZ fifteen um, on this one. So yes. I told you, I told you nature, correct? Yes. Okay. So this is, and you you look at the the little imprint on on it, and you feel that it's like worn and smooth. And you look at the people that that it came from, and it comes together. This is a warming stone. These creatures are cold blooded. They may appear human, but they are reptilian. And this is just like a, a comfort item for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. How warm can this warming stone get? Uh, it doesn't seem like it ever fluctuates in temperature, actually, at oh. all. You, you can't seem to use it up. It's just warm. It's just warm. A little bit uncomfortably warm for you. Not a hot stone, it's a warm stone. Understood. It's a very warm stone on the border of, of too warm. <laughs> Does it remind me of any other kinds of stones? Um, I don't think so. No. Um, okay. would, 
Just out of no, actually, I think I think that it, it doesn't remind you of any other kind of stones. Yeah. Okay. I just different. wanted to make sure it wasn't part of uh, the kind of bad deal that I would. Yeah. Do. No, I, I I had to think about that for a second, but no. Um, okay. Maybe trees actually remembers for a moment um, <laughs> having dealt with some warming technology in the past, uh, and thinking maybe to yourself, well, if we'd had those. That would have been nice, but uh, yes. like maybe on your on your years traveling the mountains of Kasur in the winter, you're like, holy shit, that would have been handy. Yeah. We we used to use these um these lanterns that you tie around your neck. You have to burn stuff this in them. Is, they're very yeah, and they're bright. Expendable. They blow your cover. Exactly. Grandma, Grammy, Granny Winds would love this. Yeah. She gets okay, cold. But that's what you know from that. Okay. Um, cool. Okay, so Bart identifies this stone. You can call it a stone of warming, if you'd like. Um, Karzalek, do you have anything you want to do on this boat? I I think Kars, he'd probably just be with Bart, just kind of like rummaging through the ship, looking for anything, and I'm just dying to know, what's, what, is there anything inside these smaller boxes, or is it just a box full of smaller boxes? I'll I'll read to you, we'll start with the box full of boxes, um, and then I'll read to you the manifest. So, you open this one crate. You you pick one crate to open, just at random. And inside it is a smaller crate, just small enough to fit inside. And you open that one. And then inside that one is a chest. And sitting in front of the chest is a key. Do you open it? Yes. Okay, you put the key inside the lock and you turn and it clicks open and inside it's a velvet container velvet lined red and inside that is a small wooden box (laughs) can you open that box (laughs) do you open that box yes okay you open the small wooden box. Wait, wait, wait. How small is this box? It's about the size of the palm of your hand. Okay, yes, let's open it. Okay. You open the small wooden box. And inside that box, fitted really neatly in this very (laughs) intricate geometry, (laughs) is another (laughs) box. This one looks like you have to twist it to open it. (laughs) Um, Cars will mutter, mutter, what the hell? (laughs) And try to open the next box. Okay, you twist open the lid of the box, and inside this one, you look down, and there's a very small Mm. uh, trapezoid-shaped box. Mm. This one looks like it could maybe only contain, like, a ring or something. Uh, It only could be a ring. That's it. A ring-sized box. It's a (laughs) ring-sized box at this point, so I'm, I'm, you know. Uh Yeah, Um, go ahead. Cars is feeling his pride, his pride won't let him stop now. He, he probably looks like the first. <laughs> okay. He's we're just staring. We're just staring at Cars as he's just like. <laughs> you have a pile of boxes around you now that you've like removed out from this thing. What's he doing? <laughs> okay. Nothing, you nothing. open this small box, and inside it, nestled very neatly, is an even smaller box. This one looks like it could only contain uh, the tiniest amount of some material. Um, oh god. 
I'm kind of. Why am I nervous? Yes, let's open this. this Should you be nervous? I, I think. <laughs> DM, should I be nervous? <laughs> I don't know. Should you be nervous? Let's. Okay, one more open. One more open. We just this okay. teensy tiny box. Okay, this teensy tiny box. It's blue, and it has. It looks like a button you have to press that'll like open a little. You you test it, and it's like you feel there's a little spring-loaded mechanism. It's only the size of like the space between your finger, your your forefinger, and your thumb. And you feel like if I press on this, it will open. You open it. I just gonna look left and right. Yes, you will. I open it. Okay. You press down on the blue plunger of this box, and you hear a little click. And then out from that small blue box comes a cylindrical red box. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Thing it's now. only the size of a pill, but it looks like when you hold it up to your eye, it looks like a box. Mm. At this point, Cars is gonna just like he wants to like freaking like send this thing. He wants to he wants to whip this thing off the ship. He's like he's pissed. But before he does that, he's gonna take a second. Deep breath. Uh-huh. Trees. Trees, do you have a moment? I, I something I don't know what's going on here, but this isn't making any sense. Uh, a little busy. Maybe maybe once I'm done in a second. Oh, Bart. I'm like Bart. I'm like dancing, tiptoeing around, like trying to figure out what is in tune. Okay. <laughs> Bart, Bart, Bart will waddle over. Okay. Jolie. He's gonna hand. He's gonna open his hand, show him this little thing, like gesturing towards it's him, the like size of like one of the digits of, of your fingers. You know, just like it's it's very small. But God, I, I, I've only. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know much about if this is magic or some sort of trickery going on here. But what is this? I, I mean, looks like a small box. I, I know it looks like a small box. They're all small boxes, and they keep getting Just, smaller. And, and we see cars like gesturing emphatically at all these boxes around him now. Hey, I love that scene. That's great. Cars, cars, you're the one who started opening the boxes. Better finish. Just keep going, man. Keep it up. <laughs> oh, fine. He's going to try to open the pill box. Okay. Um, it, it opens, and... Inside this small pill is a very small dodecahedron that's bright green. But is it a box? It looks like there is a seam at one point that you could try oh a small enough implement to get. 100 episodes later. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I'm not going to ask what you guys do because you are telling me right now what you do. And here is a item that was described as, I believe, um, where is it? One box of boxes? Where is it? Yes. One box full of smaller boxes? One box full of smaller boxes, yes. So if we do this enough times, we'll split an atom and explode the world. So let's just keep going. <laughs> keep going. Is that how you want this campaign to end? You guys unravel the box continuum and... Uh, I think Cars Bart will blow up Bulbadour Basin. <laughs> I mean, where the, Cars is, the he's, he's just going to grunt in exasperation. <laughs> he's he's going to throw this itty-bitty dodecahedron box 
back into the big box that was containing all the smaller boxes. He's like, not even gonna put it back into the red pill box. No, Cars is—he has no patience for that. He's just, he's just, oh, okay, throw it into the big box and just kind of stomp off. It is a D twenty. You might roll twenty on it. Okay, that's actually an icosahedron. Sorry. No, so decahedrons are twelve-sided die. Oh, okay. I should have, on in retrospect, I should have gone with icosahedron, but I, I went How with dare you. Um. Okay. The twelves don't get enough representation. They, they don't. They don't. And that's True. what that's what we wanted to do this skit to tell you guys today. Hey, didn't see you there. We're Shout SRD. Out your local D12. Shout out to your local D twelve. Use your D twelves if you're making a, a homebrew yeah. thing. Assign a D twelve to it. Just do yeah. it. All right. You won't um, like that when I do that with my specialist class. <laughs> Rule five and twelve. Um, so tell me, guys, what happens now? Have I finished or almost there? I I'm going to allow the other the little, other players so. to to answer that for you. Yeah. Cool. What's up, y'all? Yeah. I Part mean, after the it. box shenanigans, cars is just going to lay down for like attempt to rest for a bit. <laughs> probably mentally a little bit like what the fuck was that like yeah he's out yeah, okay. right now so so you're uh, right before you finish here trees uh i'll, I'll <laughs> list the, the things that you find as as maybe cars are like just like putters around muttering to himself a little bit like what kind of too many boxes you know or something like that i don't want to play your character but i imagine that that was a bit confusing for you you rest and and maybe you and bart take inventory and uh, a cursory inventory taken aboard the hovering hulking turtle reveals the following goods and items of interest. One barrel of a potent tequila-like alcohol. That is the one by the rear of the ship. It is a very, very large amount of very hard alcohol. Um, there's one barrel, much smaller, of salt fish. One box octopi, one box shellfish, one box full of smaller boxes, which we now know and love, one box eels, one box containing gauze, linens, and one healer's kit with five charges, one box containing 25 iron spikes that are one foot long, one cask fresh water, that's the same size as the uh, barrel of saltfish, one cask fresh fruit juice. It tastes very tropical. Uh, three fancy chairs with ruined upholstery. One torn rug with metallic filigree. Uh, a treadmill crane. Two simple bedrolls. And a large wagon, 20 foot across, nestled firmly atop the shell. Uh, inside is a full kitchen complete with utensils and place settings. Uh, it is strange in contrast to the ruined upholstery. You feel like maybe those things came separate, like they had a nice wagon that was fully decked out, and then they also took some stuff. Uh, so, like, there's enough uh, rations here you guys could have, and then the, the cooking gear, you could have a nice picnic with a blanket under it. Uh, and there's also four dead humanoids with snake-like features and one wooden desk with the golden control orb that I know Crow is playing with right now. So, so yeah, that's what you find. Trees, your ritual completes. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think as I'm finishing up the ritual, I, I'm like, ah, everyone, come, come close, quick. I, I've got the tune. 
Yeah. My hut in the middle of this barge. My <laughs> hut. And then as I sing this stupid wow. little song, um, <laughs> um, uh, this shimmering uh, orb kind of comes around us as I cast Leoman's Tiny Hut, which is a 10-foot radius um, around me. And everyone that's uh, in the hut, when I cast it, can walk inside and out, no problem. Okay. As I just like make this like little like opaque dome um, kind of just the color of like barge brown, we'll call it. Barge brown, got it. Okay. And then I just uh, slouch into uh, one of the fancy uh, ruined upholstery chairs. Where are you guys setting it up on top of the the cart? Um, I or was kind of somewhere else. I was kind of thinking actually down here uh, below, like yeah in a corner a little more nestled yeah so there's like so two like right corners here. there's the one that looks like they set up as like a party space it's got a rug mm-hmm. and two chairs uh and okay that sounds egg. like the space then and then there's the one with like it looks like bioluminescent moss clinging to it and a big lily on the back uh by the crane uh it's sort of like cool. where where the crane arm swings you know yeah i think we'll stick with the party side okay you're on the party side. It's next to all the, the barrels and stuff. And it's like closer okay. to where Crow is a uh, man in the orb. Totally. Where is that? What's the radius on it? Is it it's a it's 10 orb. feet radius. 10 feet radius. Um, Pretty big, though. Yeah. Yeah, it can house up to nine creatures. Of medium size or smaller can fit inside. Um, creatures and objects within the dome when you cast the spell can move through it freely all other creatures and objects are barred from passing through spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it the atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry regardless of the weather outside wow so that's very noticeable when you walk inside this bubble or outside it it is it's like a better than our world's air conditioner is running, you know? It's it's perfectly attuned to whatever you feel comfortable with. It's not humid anymore. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So I put no on the mosquitoes. Map. Yeah, no mosquitoes get in and out. <laughs> Only uh, the ones that were inside. That were in there before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find, okay, hold on. Let me see how many mosquitoes were inside. Oh, and only nine if there's more there than five. Uh, there were five max, mosquitoes inside. Max of five, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I rolled for it. Um, but otherwise, awesome. you are completely alone in here. And I maybe think, you can see you guys like just sort of in there like, ah, and then a scene of you guys jumping and clapping and smacking at these things. With the full battle music playing for a second. <laughs> But Bart, Bart, Bart will tell them to leave before they get killed. <laughs> uh, they, they, I don't think that, I think uh, a mosquito, they're such jerks, they don't even like dignify wow. you. Yeah. Wow. And Bart, Bart helps with the slapping gun. Slapping gun. <laughs> wow. Murder. I viciously oh. mock them. <laughs> you stupid worthless. And I guess uh, you just uh, die. Jay, you kind of get the sense that they're like they're hurt by this. But <laughs> good, yeah, they should be hurt by this. Yeah. Okay, and you kill all the mosquitoes, and they're all gone. Emotionally or physically? We, it, they're uh, all in-game, they're in-game. hurt, and, and they're gone for now. 
What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Or are they? Oh boy. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So you cast this this fun party hut. Um, <laughs> yes. Trees' party hut. Trees' party hut. You, you have a future with this back in Rinko Bing as a traveling like barge <laughs> of, of pleasure and entertainment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love I love picturing what this thing yeah. could become. But in the moment, you guys, um, it, it's, it's I think it's sort of hovering. If crow, you're maintaining concentration. Actually, my, my question there is: uh, it does block magic. The 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 description of the hut. So would oh. the orb still work if I'm inside it? Like, would it work through the through the dome? Also, technically, it's a dome, not a sphere. So oh, so the ground the would not be blocked. Below. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an immobile dome. Of I think course. that. But yeah, it's up to DM. Obviously, sense to me. Um. I think so. You walk up to trees. He casts this, which goes over you guys. I don't think that that affects the control of the thing. I think okay. it would be. I might have ruled differently if there was like an ambush coming in at night or something, and they had a magic item that was outside that was affecting something, maybe. But in this scenario, I don't think that it makes sense for this to invalidate you guys' use of the of the barge. Okay. Just checking. No, for sure. It's a good thing to check. Uh. So now, you know, again, the question, what's the plan here? Um, Crow, maybe we could uh, steer this thing and find a, a place to hide for a second. I feel like we made some noise here. It's still making noise. Well, we, we, uh, we need a place to set it down where it's not going to sink. Ah, uh, yes, uh, we, we wouldn't want this to go down. Um, can I like help find that or um, yeah. anything? So now is a great time for me to go over some barge mechanics. Um, oh yeah! Let's go on over to the Bulabadur Environs map. Um, and on this map, it is a hex crawl. At the moment, you can see the entire map. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take it in. Now, we're going to go back to what your characters would be able to see. As you remember for a moment in your mind's eye what the craterous basin here looked like from up above. Now all you see on all your sides are trees and swamp. Oh, I see trees. You bet I see trees. Oh, yeah. So, hello. Bottom left, bottom left <laughs> of this screen here. Can you all see that token still? Yep. Yes. Right the okay. Mm-hmm. And you can see a tile out in every direction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have options here. Um, I'm going to say that you still have your orientation, and you know that to your northeast is towards the center of the uh, the basin. Okay. Remember, Bart did do a sketch of it before he came down. Yeah, you have a sketch too. Yeah, you can have a, a sketch. Um, okay. Uh, Bart is going to be sitting in the armchair in the bubble, and is going to ask Crow, "You need to maintain concentration to keep the thing moving." It certainly seems that way. Well, it's like what, like four. Like you said, like, like around four o'clock at the time. I would no? say now four thirty. 
Okay. Well, Bart is gonna get his little map out. Perhaps now that we have this ship, we make our way to the river, and he draws a line. Three hexes to the north. And then follow that. Seems like it'll be easier than trying to make our way through these trees. Due north towards the river. Like, you guys had discussed this. Yeah. Um, but it didn't okay. necessarily have an advantage until we found a boat. Now we have a boat. Yeah. Could be yeah. on the river. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Cars okay. Green, so, you think that it's about a mile to yeah. get there. More or less, you know? Um... So I'm gonna I'm I'm keeping track of the time here as well uh, that we're doing. So it is now uh, day one in the basin at five o'clock. That's what I'm gonna say. Bart's suggestion, more or less, is to travel to try to get to the river, and if it starts to get dark before they get on the river, it's probably best to maybe not just like go out into the river and then have to dock randomly somewhere or just leave it floating in the middle of the river, right? That doesn't make sense. So maybe get to the river, find a place where they can hide the boat for the night and then make camp. I like that. I'm thinking like a shallow area with a bunch of reeds, just kind of let it sit partially, partially in the water. Okay. Muck. Muck. There you go. So, and I'll say that you guys feel like there's only, you know, an hour or so until twilight, and then twilight will last for a little while, and then it will be dark. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, so if, I get- uh, this time of year, I have in the Kasurian calendar, it gets dark, uh, it gets twilighty at around uh, 4 50 something. So, you have like an hour and change. Uh, the sun is still visible over the horizon of the basin, but um, it's a, it's going to go away soon. You'll be in that final little twilight hour. All right. Well, as long as you feel fine piloting this thing, Crow. Yeah, let's keep going. Okay. Right. We're all agreed. Move north. Until nightfall or we reach the river. Yeah. Okay. Sounds um, good. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, just curious, trying to think of would this be a time that party members could take a short rest? That's what I was wondering. Um, yeah, so while you're moving, um, Crow needs to maintain concentration. Right, Crow can And the rest. Crow will not be able to benefit from a short or long rest while concentrating on what would be the same as concentrating on a spell. Um, but to answer your question, yes, if you maintain the conditions put out by the short or long rest mechanic and you can say that you've achieved that and i will award you the benefits of it so yeah take a short rest if you want you think that there's an hour until dark um ish you know it's hard to tell exactly um so so you gotta start moving north is what i know to be true yeah um, I think Bart will stand watch and like try to take just like rest, take a short rest, but okay. uh, also just stay on watch. And so here's my question for you guys. I know Crow is piloting. Who is navigating? I feel like it's Bart, right? I guess that sounds like yeah. I have a map, like, yeah, I have a map so I could be. I could be trying to animals as well. 
Yeah, bro. I could be trying to fill in. Yeah, we <laughs> trying to. I could be trying to fill in information on my map, like marking down landmarks and stuff like that. To right to now, the only landmarks you can see are the trees around you. Sure. Um, or like, let's say we, we we like pass a stone or something like that. Like, may I draw? Sure. You can you can write there. down like little d- details. Yeah, but yeah, nothing. Exactly. You know, it's very samey as you progress. But so I guess to answer my question though, Bart is navigating and directing Crow when Crow has to steer around a copse of trees and then needs to regain your bearing because you do not have a compass. The sun is almost out of view and it's thick underbrush and trees. So. Bart, you're navigating? Yeah. Make me a survival roll. Okay. That is a total of uh, 16. Okay, 16. You, uh, about 20 minutes passes as you move through the trees and you feel like you're making good progress. Um, you maintain your course? Yeah, I will. Okay, so roll me another survival check. Oh, Lordy. I'm okay at survival checks, so. Uh, that's a, not as good, that's a 13. Nope, 12. Okay, 12. 12, okay, final answer, 12? Yep. Okay, you come around this one copse of trees and uh, you, you're looking back up towards where you were seeing the rim of the basin not that long ago, and the sun has set at least behind the basin. Even if it's out in Schloss Glacier's uh, plateaus right now, it's not out here. Um, and you are you're really confused for one second, and you look around and you spin around, and now you do not know which way you are facing. Um, and you see that you have kind of entered this clearing. Uh, there's way less trees here, and the the marshland is pretty open. Um, mostly, it's like tall reeds. Uh, what do you guys do right now? Uh, is our short rest over, or are we still short resting? At 20 point? minutes have passed. Okay. So I'm just playing a song of rest on my lute then this whole time inside the dome. Keeping an eye out, but not doing much else. Cars is kind of just kicking back. He's kind of enjoying inside the hut, but he's he's (laughs) relaxing. But of course, it's something more. (laughs) Just chilling in the hut, you know. Do I do I see do I see any little animals or anything about like any birds? Um, you start to see that, um, among a couple of the trees that have those guttering kind of flame fruits on them, you see something akin to fireflies that are sort of orbiting those. They seem like they, uh, draw energy from them and then sort of fly off with a a lingering glow and then they fade and then you sort of see, you know, they coalesce again. If it's okay, Bart is going to cast, uh, Mage Hand and kind of blow it up towards, like, off of his real hand, up towards the little fireflies and try to, like, clasp one in a way okay. that would not yeah, hurt can... him, but, like, cage it and bring it back down. Sure. You're, I think you're adept enough at, at doing this kind of maneuver as you are basically a bug druid. Um, yeah. you, I know you summon other animals, but I feel like when I think about Bart, I think about bugs. 
So no, uh, yes, it's good bugsies. Yep, you're good bugsies. So yeah, so, you blow on this bug a little bit, and it's like, and comes over. Little little friend, would you be so kind as to direct us to the flowing water? Um, it like blinks at you a little bit, um, and you. I don't think that you are able to understand it as like a common word, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it says to you with its blinking pattern, water. Uh, I'll nod at it and be like, just show the way for a little bit if you could, just, just for one moment. Um, okay. would be most appreciative and I'm just going to open the little mage hand and let him go. All right, make me a nature check with advantage okay I'm a, a natural 18 I rolled two 18s well That's then weird. you get an 18 <laughs> it sounds like God intended for you to have 18 um, apparently so it, it blinks excitedly a couple of times at you uh, and then it begins to if you let it go yeah I let uh, yes I let the little bug you let it go. fly away it starts to circle you. Um, it's not very fast, um, but it starts to circle you with a sort of lazy flight pattern until it starts to go off in a direction. And then you see within a couple of seconds, it loses its glow and is completely indistinguishable from the surroundings. Okay. I mean, I'm going to trust the direction that it went and bark okay. like to like try to mark a star in the sky that is, or like- It is cloudy. cloudy. It's cloudy. Okay. Um, is there like a mountain or something that I can use to, or uh, like... You cannot see the rim. I actually was no. just telling you how you lost sight right. of the rim. It is dark, twilight, forest, swamp, trees okay. everywhere in this big reedy clearing. Like you really, you I'll cannot pinpoint your surroundings. That is actually what one of your survival checks determined. Okay. So then I'm going to just point uh, in that direction. And the one, the direction that yep, you saw the, the bug go. Yep, and then okay, motion to crow that way for as long as we can keep a heading. I figure. All right, you got it. Okay, and so bug. going that way, steering off what you think now is your orientation, heading in the same direction. Hopefully, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Make me one more time a survival check. Good God. Better roll, please. That's a 11. That is not a better roll. 11. Yeah, also, I misspoke earlier, and I said that 20 minutes had passed. 40 minutes had passed, I believe. Right? right yes, it's, it's difficult terrain, so yes. It's difficult terrain, and you guys moved. You did two survival checks, which is two instances of movement. Um, so Shouldn't it take 20. us two hours to get there? Because we go three miles an hour. Ah, yes, yes, sorry. I, this, is, this is a new system for all of us right now. So you are, you are correct. So you're still in that same hex, and it's going to take you two hours, you think, to get to the, the running water. Yeah. Um, got it. Okay. Um, but you follow this bug, and you, you think for a second, you kind of lose where it went, but you think that you basically know the direction it was going in, and you maintain that heading. 
and um, now a full hour has passed. So anyone who was short resting, um, Bart, I will allow you to, while navigating, you can be short resting. It's just talking, right? You're looking at drawings and talking. So everybody but Crow can short rest. I have a question about that. Like the rules are pretty clear about being able to concentrate on a spell during a short oh. rest, but not a long rest. Like you can't fall asleep. Is oh, what the I, I might be just reading the, the role, uh, the, the the actual line of text there wrong. It, it does say that you can concentrate during a short rest. Well, it's like that's the most common interpretation. Of course, five E is not uh, explicit, but like rules a short rest. A short rest is a period of downtime, at least one hour long, during which a character does nothing more strenuous than eating, drinking, reading, and tending to wounds. First off, I will read the rest of it. First off, I would say concentrating on a spell is not a list on that list of items. Uh, right. A character can spend one or more hit dice at the end of a short rest up to the character's maximum number of hit dice, which is equal to the character's level, yada, yada, yada. It's all the, all the rest of it's about hit dice. So my ruling is that um, concentrating on a spell, especially one as new and as strenuous as this one, is not compatible with the definition. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, But maybe but, I'll get more used to point, it over uh, time. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right. Um, with um, that said, I will need some healing from someone then. Like someone help me out during this uh, <laughs> during this time, after the hours up. Maybe say that after the hours up or before the hour began, you healed, crow. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Someone help. <laughs> um, I mean, so pure table talk wise, we are planning on short resting. How hurt are you? Oh, three of you I just had, to be long resting, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, this is kind of like a it's a it's a risk thing, I guess. Like, have the slot or yeah. not? But um, I'm at twenty one out of thirty one. Okay. Well, uh, I could just, I could, Art could goodberry for dinner. That could be a thing, anyways. Yeah, that'd be that'd be my last uh, level one spell. I'm fine with doing that. Art will uh, good bugsies and. Uh, you can have uh, seven of them, unless who else is hurt? Hurt? Anybody else hurt? Hurt? Ours is good. I also. Oh, yeah, I mean, Cars also has like uh, he's also packing five uh, healing potions. He could also just happily give one to uh, Pro as well. If that. Mm. I mean, the the bugs are enough. I'd be yeah. at twenty-eight of thirty-one, so that'd be fine. Yeah, and if you're not hurt at all, I mean, like if we all yeah if we all eat one for food, then there's seven left. So. Okay, and then there's trees. How, how's trees wounds doing? I think you're muted. Yeah, trees is muted. Where's your beautiful Sorry. voice? I'm, I'm, dealing, <laughs> I'm dealing with technical things. I'm on my phone, that's, so I keep that's fine. Keeps closing uh, right. and I forget that I'm muted. But um, <laughs> I was gonna. I spend a hit dice, and I'm gonna also okay. uh, do the song of rest. That okay, anyone okay. that's doing this short rest gets an extra D8. Got it. There. Thing. So I'm gonna roll a D8 for myself. I got a good five back plus the D8. A three. One, two, three. Um, I'll use another hit die because we get the rule is we get half of our hit die back on a long rest. What is? 
I got the variant rules. I forgot. Short rest right now. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Are you asking about the variant hit point recovery thing? I got this now. I studied. You studied this. We get. Uh, you get you, you recover the full value of one hit die. So I get, of course that varies between classes, and then you recover half of your total hit dice. Um, and from that point on, if you want to spend any hit die, um, of course yeah. before or after you can, but you only recover. Wait, yeah, that's how. That yeah, works. no, that's exactly right, Jesse. So on a long rest, you automatically regain the maximum value of one of your hit die in HP. So if you are a Barbarian, what, they have a D10? D12, baby. I almost said it, and I was like, I'm doubting myself. Um, <laughs> is, is it, it plus con or not? Yeah, plus, plus con. Plus con modifier. Yeah. So you would regain, you know, 12 plus your con modifier if you're a Barbarian, which is a lot less than your full HP and all your spell slots and shit. So, um... If you then want to, on a long rest, you can still spend a hit die, just like you could on a short rest. But you only regain some of your hit dies back when you when you long rest. You don't get them all. I like that so is it more valuable to use the hit die now or on the long rest is the question. I think it's the same. Well, I mean, I think that if you're capped, you want to use it now, right? Because then when you long rest, you regain some of them. Last it now. Live now. Well, die later. If you have any mm -hmm. slots spent, then you can't regain those slots. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm going to use one more. Why not? Okay, oh. so then uh, everybody everybody can get one Ooh. more HP back except for Crow, who's going to get seven back from the good bugsies. And we're all fed. So we You're all fed for a day, too. Even though you have all this food right here on the barge, you, uh, and it's, I'll say, it's in good quality, good condition. Yeah, that's, a, that's pleasure food. It is very, very much pleasure food, except for the salt fish, you think, but, uh, yeah. And then, oh, and then, so does trees, okay, and, and then, so trees' song of rest applies to anyone mm -hmm. who spends a hit die. Yes. Yeah, so you get to roll an additional D8. Okay. Oh, man, he's crazy. He's ready to go punch a river into submission. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna fight the so river. you guys are short rested and you've traveled now for I believe one hour. Yeah. Um, we were three checks halfway there. Yeah. So the moon peeks out from the clouds for just a moment that signals to you that it's it's really nighttime now. Um, and the sun is just that faint kind of blue glow on the horizon, but you're starting to see, um, you know, that the forest around you is just getting to be very, very dark. Cars is going to walk over to uh, Bart and Crow and just look at both of them and, are you two okay? Should we, should we find a place to set up for the night? I, I think mm, start keeping an eye out. If anything looks promising, we should probably take it before it gets too dark and whatever comes out during the night down here comes out. All right, well, whenever that happens, I'll take first watch. And good. You know, kind of walk okay. after that. All right. So, I mean, Bart is just going to be looking for any likely good, good little resting place for the big bulla barge. Okay, so that's that's the goal now. Is instead of trying to maintain, you're heading towards the river. Uh, you, you're prioritizing just finding yeah. a place to set it down. 
Well, table talk wise, gang, mm-hmm. I we could I could cast the spell again, and we could move throughout the night if different people concentrated on moving the barge. That way, we're not wasting time. That way, we're not like staying in one place. We could keep moving and be under the cover of the dome. You are making an assumption that everyone could pilot the barge, though. Yeah, it well, might, it might be a magic left. thing. Yeah, yeah cars would cars would crash and everyone would sink and die. Yeah. <laughs> you do not know. Yeah, what we don't it know. Takes to pilot it right now. You know that Crow approached it and it's sort of attuned to her, and she has been piloting it. It's my cars precious. Is worried, he's gonna, <laughs> cars, cars is where he's going to grab the orb and it's, it's going to open up and be a smaller orb inside. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, so veto. glad that you I did that, that earlier. I, it was so traumatized. Uh, <laughs> okay. What's in the box? What's in the box? You still know. You have no idea. Cars is gonna. Oh, all I know is when he goes to sleep, he's gonna be thinking like, "What the fuck was in that what box? What the fuck is inside that smallest box? <laughs> yeah. Is it another <laughs> box? What's inside of that box?" <laughs> so, so yeah, like I could cast the spell again at the end of my short rest, and then if you guys wanted, we could, whoever could take a long rest, we could do like two shifts where like I concentrate on. Well, I guess I don't know how the timing would work. The bubble only lasts so long. It only lasts eight hours. As you discuss this with Uh-oh. your party, <laughs> Crow, you're maintaining your concentration on this orb. And mm-hmm. maybe you're still moving, looking, just as you're, you're not even moving full speed. You're just kind of looking around, like, where's some solid ground? Where's the river? And you feel your arm kind of feels like it falls asleep for like one second and your wrist sort of tightens and you everybody hears and feels as the thrumming stops and you guys begin slowly descending towards the muck <laughs> I, th- I think i think this is where it's going i can't, can't move it any further do you do you attempt to move it any farther Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it's uh, still responding to me in any way, I'll I'll try to keep going. You shake your wrist a little bit and you will it to move and mark off another level one spell slot for me. Um, okay. And it goes on those. and rises back up into the air and you regain full authority. So I'm kind of getting an idea now of how long I can do it with what amount of my my power, so to speak. Yeah. You're, you're feeling like it's draining, having to maintain concentration, mm-hmm. but it's not impossible. You think you could keep this going, hypothetically, for hours. Just as long as I have spell slots. Uh, here's a mechanics question. I, I actually, I, I guess we'll, we'll discover it when it comes to it. I might try something different next time. So. Okay. A third level spell slot. Yeah, exactly. Let's like see, uh, see if it changes it. Mm-hmm. But for now, to level one, slots go away. Okay. So okay. now you're you're moving again on this on this turtle back, uh, and you're looking specifically for ground to settle on. Well, I mean, like by, by trees point, we could just try that trees. If if you want to just go, give it a good go and see if you can control the ship, then we can uh, just see if it's even possible. Uh, I have no first level spell slots left, so. Well, I have, and, I have like four, so right. So you could technically go for around uh, six hours. Yeah. yeah, which would get most of us. And I'm like pretty healed up, so like if we could, yeah, I don't know. But then when am I gonna sleep? Yeah, 
question is like we're gonna burn spell slots most of my spell slots are gone we're burning like combat power to move and then if by moving we're increasing our chances of fighting things this is true i'm down to settle either way i just wanted yeah. to suggest the possibility of continuing a move this it's is a exactly good, the situation where I imagine this table talk that you guys are happening. I always imagine it happening in like a paraphrased way in character where mm-hmm. you guys are like discussing like, I'm running out of juice, you know, but I think I could keep going for a, a while longer, but Bart, I am really tired, you know. Bart, Bart runs over to the barrel full of fruit juice, <laughs> brings, it, brings a glass of fruit juice over. There you go. There you go. Have some juice. You're refreshed. You have, Regained you 27 level juice. one spell slots. No, you Holy don't. shit! Talk about Trees' party hut. So what do you guys do here? I mean, I'm fine with pushing up. Maybe we go for a little bit longer, and then uh, just see if we can find like a, a super ideal place. I'm fine with yeah. Traveling. I like that. If we find yeah. a spot that is good, we can stop. Otherwise, it doesn't hurt to keep moving. Yeah, so maybe let's travel for like another uh, spell slot worth of travel, <laughs> and then and then see if we can find like a really nice looking hidden area or something. A motel. You want to find a yeah. motel? Maybe yeah. there's a motel Belvedere mm-hmm. down here. <laughs> does, uh, does Crow what know like roughly how long it was? Um, like how yeah. long the ship yeah, ran? It, it, it was. You know, you feel like it was about an hour. Okay, cool. Makes it easy. Uh, so yeah, yeah. tell me you, you guys are going forward to something north or still you're, you're hoping yeah, yeah. pushing on keep heading towards the river okay. keeping our eyes peeled for the next double tree in that we pass yeah <laughs> you know just put it's up just there two but trees not... and it's an end um yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just two trees yes, yes, your origin and then you'll you'll turn it into an end someday um <laughs> onward okay Bart navigating? Surely, let's or do it. Or was Trees going to try the the orb? Like, what's the... You just gonna like Crow just used her spell slot, so it's we can true. use hers for a little bit more time, and then... I would also uh, rather have it parked safely before we try to hand the keys over. Mm, yeah, <laughs> not in the middle of the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. good. Um, all right, so Something Bart like navigating that. then, yeah? Can I be helping, maybe? Yes, I will allow you to roll to help if you're doing nothing else. Yeah. Um, before you guys make the roll, I'm just confirming that is what's happening, though. Bart is the navigator. I, I accept. Okay. I certainly am not. Uh, Crow is piloting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bard is helping. Uh, and Karzalek, what are you doing? Keep it, he'll be keeping watch on the immediate surroundings. Okay, keeping watch. Okay, so then... I'm going to grab a drink from my fridge while you guys roll the following checks. I would like a survival check from both Bart and Trees. I would like a Arcana check from Crow. And I would like a Perception check from Karzalek. I'm going to uh, inspire um, Bart, if that's all right, and just... uh recall the classic theme of Bartman. Bartman. And give him a D8 of inspiration. Holy inspiration-tacular. Um, well, you know, I'll use... I'll use... Okay. I'm back. 
go ahead and I'll use that. Is it? It's a D8 now, right? Yeah, it's a D8 now, and you can use it after you've rolled, but before the DM has said whether or not. Yeah, uh, I've not said if anybody's thing does anything yet. So just be ready to give see. me final numbers here in a minute. And um, yeah. what beverage did you get, Ben? I grabbed a switchback Vermont locally made beer. Oh, man. Oh, Vermont has such great beer. Vermont has some really good food if you like cheese and beer and stuff. <laughs> Party. Yes. Yeah. I'm meat. Go. I meat. It's a good time there, yeah, for sure. Maple, maple syrup. Actually, while you guys, if you don't have your, do you have your results? I mean, yeah. are we ready? Yes. Everybody's ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry, my dog is now asking for food, and I'm, she should have eaten already. <laughs> Doggy. Oh. Doggy want beer. Woof, woof. Should I add the inspiration die to my high roll just to see if we can find something super nice? I can definitely not get ambushed. Ooh, that's a good idea. I mean, yeah, I mean, when else are you going to use it? It only works for the that's next true, 10 right? minutes. So. Okay. Actually, you might find yeah. a health in if you... <laughs> my high. God. It's it's the Trump Tower. It's, it's right here. <laughs> no. It's in the swamp. <laughs> Burn it down. It's in the swamp. No, that's why Surely Molly's being well. held in such a depraved Oh, no, you know. no, I do not want to think about <laughs> now that. Now I am for real back. This will be fun to edit later. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. okay. Let's, let's, what's been <laughs> happening while I've been gone? You left a present for me? Yes, yeah, so you'll, you'll, maybe you'll enjoy that. Maybe I'll enjoy it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what, uh, what, what, what's happening now? So I gave, I give you guys some, some dice rolls here. Let's nope. go one at a time. We'll start with the navigation squad. Uh, navigation squad, Bart, tell me your final roll on a spy, uh, survival check. 28. 28. Oh boy. Ooh, boy. Yeah, you are, you're feeling like you're certain now that you're going the right way. Go ahead, uh, trees roll to, to assist. I rolled a 10. I think I'm in the middle of the orb, like with yeah. my cloak billowing and my like, hand, my paw at my like <laughs> I have my eyes, you know, like like I'm searching uh-huh. on, around, but I can't see. Anything. Yeah, you look, look the wrong like, way. Looking you're looking the wrong way, and you're like, we're going that way. Oh wait, it. sorry, we're going that way. And, yeah, um, it's nighttime now. It's, it's nighttime. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Observe. Yes. Okay. So uh, then let's do uh, crow. Arcana of 18. 18. Yeah, you feel like when you've asked that question, like, what if I put more juice into this thing? You think to yourself that it, it feels like a dynamic, uh, a dynamic usage of your power. Like, yes, it unlocked that, uh, this, this chapter of the, the book of magic you're able to write daily. Uh, and it's like you're reading through it right now. But uh, you could stop at any time and put it down. But you could also try speed reading this thing and uh, maybe burn a little bit of the midnight oil. But uh, it, it does feel like you could put more of yourself into hit, it. Hit the NOS, as they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we're not doing that for now. I think we're trying okay. to find a good spot. But you, the... you did learn that. Yeah, got it. Okay, so then Karzalek, yes, you uh, um, you're you're keeping watch, and you you're looking around, and every rustle in the bushes, every 
uh, time a bird flies from a tree that you you graze a little bit with your craft, you're, you're ready to fight something. But it seems like it's just animals moving away from you, and you're disturbing everything that seems to be in your path. And now that it's nighttime, you are acutely aware of the loud frog song that is uh, like a background noise. When the when the craft almost shut down all the way, the frog song was really loud in comparison all of a sudden. Uh, and now you can hear it still cutting through in the back, uh, but you, you just notice how loud you guys are being. Like if you're watching out for enemies, you think anybody watching out for you, if they were anywhere near you, would be able to just like you did, you think back on when you, you moved through the the copse of trees that was blocking your view of what that thrumming noise was, and you came through, and there was this thing. You didn't even have a visual on where it was. I didn't make you roll to figure out, you know, how exactly they get there. You guys just got there. So, you think to yourself about that, and nothing otherwise happens. Okay, so you do make 20 minutes of progress. Um, and you can go ahead and make me another uh, survival check here. All these survival checks. Am I still helping with that? Yeah, you can. I would love to try. <laughs> and I'm, I feel like now that we've gotten into this, I feel Ooh. like I've somehow said one wrong number in the whole travel equation, so I will be in doubt of it for the entire rest of the campaign. <laughs> but um, it is what it is. You're yeah. moving, and I'm keeping track of the time on this clock here. So what's your, your number, Mr. Bart, first? 17 for Bart. Okay. Aid? Uh, 17 also for trees. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, you still, both of you still feel certain like you're probably moving the same direction. You've added some notes to Bart's drawing and, uh, you know, Bart, you can't see in the dark. So I imagine you're doing something now to see. Sure. I'll uh, have a torch going. I have a torch going. Okay. And uh, you can do it even inside Liamman's tiny hut, you know, it's, uh, yeah. and it shouldn't show any light to the outside if I understand correctly. Um, so yeah, it's opaque. It's opaque. So it's just like you know, nothing comes out outside of the hut. It's totally dark inside. You're able to make notes and stuff. Um, and the torch suffocates us all inside of it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we have find <laughs> you find that uh, that is it's hard to navigate without the light though. Uh, to mm -hmm. tell Crow, even though Crow has dark vision, um, you know, what's your range on your dark vision, Crow? Uh, 120 feet. The vessel Ooh. is 120 feet long. So I can see the front of it. You can see <laughs> the edges of it and some surroundings, yeah. but then it goes into blackness. So it is very difficult what you guys are doing. I don't want to be underselling that at all. Um, mm. Just just moving through the swamp at night is like taking your team's effort to make happen. Um, but you eventually arrive, if you continue in this manner, you arrive at the edge of the shore here after another hour has passed without having to make one more check here for me. And you come into an area that looks like this. This area is not fully wooded in the same way. It is 
you're out of the woods, so to speak. Uh, and you are now on the shore of a great burbling river about half a mile wide. Ooh. Big river. Health, it's healthy a big, river. healthy river. You can, you feel like all the stagnant water near you, there's just like this undertow current. You can feel, uh, even just by, by looking at it, there's, you can you see the reeds moving and it's, it's all flowing into this river. So what do you guys do? It's probably like... It's now um, seven o'clock and dark. And I imagine I start to feel my uh, magic failing after this hour as well. You feel it like you're, you're at the edge of your hour here. You know, yeah. you, I'm going to allow you to act and do something while it's still under your power. Um, but yeah, you, you arrive at the shoreline. You feel like it, didn't, it wasn't quite a whole hex away. <laughs> so will it be easier to navigate at night once we're on the river? Like, will it still require our whole team or should we? I don't um, know if I can answer I that. Um, that's a great question. For, yeah, maybe we could roll for it. Like if we feel like if we feel like it would be easier after that experience. I don't know. Or we could yeah. just look for a place to uh, park this thing here. I feel like as I'm saying this to everyone. Mm hmm. This, well, I, I feel like if we're going to go out onto the river, we should try to move quickly and probably try to do it in one burst because while it's faster on the river, we're also very noticeable. So anything that could see us would be able to see us fairly easily. But uh, maybe they wouldn't see us as easily at night as they would at daytime, so maybe we should uh, move into the darkness. That's true. Uh, They'll hear us before they see us in any case. It's also mm -hmm. true. I, yeah, I think I am going to have to get some Jedi. Uh, I don't think that... It is wise for myself to push beyond my natural limits. I am tired, so I'm going to try to catch some Shatai. I think that traveling at night may be better, may not, but it depends on whether the two of you feel like you can stay up through the night. And I'll point at trees and crow with the assumption that you need to be able to cast spells in order to make this thing. Zoom. Uh, yeah, Crow would say, I don't think I could do this all night. Yeah, I feel like Crow needs some rest. Um, Karzalek, would you uh, want to stay up with me a little bit to help me with the navigation? Can you see at nighttime? Are you any good at that? I can't remember. Yeah, Cars does have dark vision uh, up to 60 feet. Nice. So we can see half of the, you can see half the barge as well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, yes, that, that's right. But let's see. Should should we give it a shot? Well, uh, I think together we can see about as far as crow. Mm. Right. 
That's how it works. Not, Smack not, your heads together hard yeah. enough. You'll see dark really vision far. Yep. It bounces <laughs> off the head of the next person with dark vision yes. and extends another 60 Here, feet. <laughs> go stand 60 feet away from me and I'll see through your Whoa. eyes over there. Yeah, no. <laughs> intelligence of six, okay? <laughs> okay. What do you guys do here? What's, what's the plan? Um, I'm ready to take control if that's what we want to do. You want to try that? Let's so try arcing it and handing over the keys. Okay. You feel the energy ebb mm-hmm. from your arm and that same asleep pins and needles kind of feeling. Uh, and it's hard to let go of the orb. Like, you want to. It's not like, my precious, I, I don't, I don't want to play your character mm-hmm. for you, but you don't feel a, a compulsion to hold on to it. Um, but you do, it's just hard to loosen your grip after doing this for so long. And eventually, you sort of like use your other hand and pry your hand open. Hmm. And you reach over and you place it into Tree's paw. Um, and Tree's, right away, immediately, when you make contact with this orb, you feel some of your energy, some of your mana is just absorbed. And the craft stops lowering down into the muck on the shore of this river and begins to levitate. And that probably lurches a couple of times under your control at first when you try to will it to go somewhere. But after watching Crow, the way she would move her wrist and kind of keep her eyes on the horizon, uh, you feel like you kind of got a hang of it. And you've now spent one spell slot and the thing is flying again. I turn to cars and I'm like, ah, I'm used to... uh." Floating in automatic. <laughs> Trees. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Uh, Me neither. Cars, even with dark vision, though, just so for like, you know, for the sense of like awareness, he will light a torch and he'll he'll go stand. Oh God, see guys, I don't know my boats very well. What is the front of the ship? The front, the front of the boat is the prow of the ship. Prow. He's gonna prow. light a torch and stand around the prow and just kind of keep his eyes peeled and like you know he'll like yell things but i mean it's drumming so it's drumming being so loud anyways he would just yell back to trees like hey you know oh, like hey like bang shoulder whatever yeah okay so you guys want to find a spot to set her down now though or what's the plan here um i feel Bart? like yeah what's i up? mean just, just before the the escapades of the daring too until the open water begins. Bart, Bart is going to go into the tiny hut and curl up on the chair and start taking a long rest or attempting to. You're going to go to sleep no matter what this conversation, this plan conversation yields. Before there's a plan, you're yes. going to go to bed? Okay. But Bart, Bart is reaching the limit of his abilities to stay awake, so he's going Fair to enough. crash. The frustrating okay. thing is going to be that I have to stay inside the bubble. So I'm gonna if we're, we're talking, I'm going to be talking next to you the whole time. Wait a second. <laughs> you have to stay inside the bubble? I have to, yeah. Everyone else can leave, but the cast... So you can't... You, oh, you can see outside of it. Sorry, I yeah, was stuck for a second. I was like, yeah, it's transparent. Okay, so you will be able to see. And your dark vision range is... 60 feet. 60 feet. So you would be able to stand in the middle of the boat, which you happen to be basically on. Uh, but you... Towards the edge of the boat, you're not able to see where you're going. Um, um, 
So I already cast Liamman's tiny hut earlier in one spot of the boat. Can I pick maybe a better spot and ritually cast it again as Bart is going to sleep so that we have another casting in this one in the last eight hours to make sure that the I will allow with, with an adjustment here. Um, there's a lot of magic flowing through this turtle right now. And while you're clutching the orb, you're able to, like, with the other hand, like, uh, pluck a couple of strings, open strings, and sing a little song in that key, and move, move the hut a little bit. Um, in the middle of this turtle. Yep. Uh, great. Okay. Yeah, you can move it. You you uh, you move it to, the, to basically the middle. What I'm yeah. saying though is still true though. Mm-hmm. If you if you can see. 60 feet in either direction, and the vessel is roughly 120 feet long from tip to toe. Um, where the edge of the boat is, is pretty much the edge of your vision. I can only see what's on the barge. Yeah. So you can see, like, you know, when you get close to a tree, uh, you can see, like, weeping willow leaves hanging low as they brush across the side of one of them. And you're like, oh, there's a tree over there. Uh, there's a lot less trees here. It's more marshy and open, but you can't like see out into the river. You just see, oh look, there's the the river shore. And uh, if you take the torch and you hold it up for a second, you see it glint on the water. And it's like it's moving water here. Uh, bro, you can stand on the prow or something and see 120 feet out. Um, Crow's going to sleep, right? Right, so I'm just trying to figure out what it is I'm going to be resolving here for you guys. Because if you're <laughs> yeah, piloting so think, this blind... I think I tell Cars um, to be at the at the aft and uh, okay. to be my eyes, and I will continuously like be message cantripping him from within the dome okay. so that he can hear me and I'm not making a bunch of noise so my comrades can sleep. You guys are you're talking on comms. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Like I love it. Moving. Twenty degrees left for port, etc. Yeah, boat boat left and boat right. <laughs> boat right, yes. Yeah. Um, so we all remember. Um, yeah. It comes so. back to you guys quickly. How your expert uh, seafaring days come back to you? Um, Jonathan from still has my hat. Yeah, you've no idea where that guy is. Um, Poor guy. Anyway, so what is the plan now with the movement of this vessel? We gonna follow the river. Yeah, I feel like we're trying to follow the river down okay. uh, for a bit of time. With, okay. Uh, so I'll give Cars inspiration as well as he's the one like at the aft, like sure. being okay. my eyes, and be like, Excellent. ah, look out, perfect. You know, for prefect, you're perfect. Wow. Aww. <laughs> wow. And I give him wow. inspiration. That's um. Cute. Okay. So <laughs> I am going. To say then, if you guys are going to start traveling here again, that we're going to move you in the direction that you would like to move, up or downstream. Upstream is out of the crater. Downstream is towards the the middle of the crater. Downstream, down the drain, baby. Hit the moss. Do it. <laughs> you have a level two spell slot to burn. I don't have a level two. I have level one spell slots. Oh, you don't. You yeah. wait. Then, so. Th- th- this boat is floating above the water? It is two feet above the water. It is a hovercraft that makes oh. ripples wow, 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 yeah. underneath it. It's too bad we just, I wonder, wait, so what, do you think, this shit would probably, this shell would probably sink if we just like let it try to float in the water? You have it? not yet set it down onto the water. Okay, maybe. I'd rather not find out cars. 
Yeah, middle of the night might not be the best time to try this out. <laughs> Alright, no, it's uh, onward, downstream. We're gonna, we're gonna float this bad okay. boy down. It just feels so, kind of silly looking around the river. It, it, is, it is very silly, I think. Uh, but so the the thing that you're doing, Karzalek, I think, is maybe aiding trees into getting away from the trees, the remaining arboreal features on this map as you guys leave the, the forested area and you go through some marshy reeds, but you feel like you're headed right along where the river is and that basically trees you think you could hang a left at any time and you just be on open water. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I can imagine Pars holding with his torch in hand just kind of like, you know, slowly kind of going back and forth, like, you know, watching the shoreline, trying to use his dark vision to its fullest extent to kind of give trees the clearest, like, you know, overview of like what to look out for and stuff. Also, is the moon still visible it's it's foggy it peeks through from time to okay. time but there's no distinguishing celestial features would and would i be able to try to remember where the moon is and use that as kind of an orientation for the direction we're trying to go uh, to make sure we don't turn ourselves I around i guess the moon is also so low right now that it's it's really hard to even tell it goes behind trees really frequently mm -hmm. it's, it's too hard for you to really pinpoint all right cool um, but so are you going to be moving in the marshlands on the shore here or actually out in open water? Cars, uh, what do you think? We're probably less likely to hit something or get attacked if we're in the middle. Maybe? Mm. Same time, it might be best if we stay within sight of the shoreline just so we don't lose our way. Well, if you can see the shoreline, that's impressive. I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> But you're my eyes. All right, let's go. <laughs> and he'll he'll guide him to like he'll he'll guide him with like trying to keep like let's see if, if they're going downstream like with the shore to their right, trying to like, yeah shore to their right, but yeah, on we'll, open we'll, water. We'll yeah, hug but on the, the side. Water. Yeah. Okay. All righty. What is being sent in these? Uh, Nothing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to move you guys over to a new map here. Uh -oh. oh, God. <laughs> um, because everything's as fine. You're, as you're jetting through the marshlands, to your right, coming through the marshy underbrush, in a way reminiscent of that horrible frog creature that attacked your shoulder trees, a shape pushes all of the reeds aside oh, no. and begins barreling towards your craft. You notice this. What do you do? Do I see it? Or does only cars see it? Um, you see a form moving through the underbrush. I'm going to shake my comrades awake. <laughs> There's okay, you run down and you shake your comrades awake. Well, I mean, they're still in the dome with me, right? So, Sure, right. But you, you move over to them and you shake them awake. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, ah, I was picturing it still up on top for some reason. We have some trouble. Maybe. <laughs> what's okay. what's going on? You. Are you something? Something out there? Trees? Tell us, trees. It's Use your words. Frog guy again. Uh, uh, can you see it, Crow? Uh, Crow As will try to get a good look. 
go ahead and give me a perception check, Crow, as you're you're coming to be awake here and and peeking outside this this dome. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Yeah, Roll you just see the rust, you, you see the direction that trees is pointing, and this shape moving through the underbrush, getting closer to you guys. I don't see anything. I message Cantrip to Cars and be like, Cars, it can't get you if you're in the dome. <laughs> Can you see it? Um, Can Cars see it? Uh, yeah, everybody can see it now. Okay. Well, Cars is gonna Cars is gonna pull out his sword. Oh, I see it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nice. So it's for your reference. It's like uh, under the crane arm coming towards you from that direction. Here, you can all see this map, correct? Yeah. Yeah. With the cutout of the turtle shell ship. Yeah, it looks good. Awesome. Okay. Is that everything here? You guys ready yourselves for whatever may come? Yeah, seeing Cars pull out yeah. his sword, I pull out my bow and arrow and get it ready okay. to go as well. Maybe it's Crow just ready for a shield. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, as this shape becomes a fully realized form in front of your eyes, listening in the now parting moonlight, the clouds above open for a moment, and you see standing on two legs in up to, it looks like about its waist in the muck, this thing. It is reptilian, fronded and covered in many appendages, and green like the plants around you. Uh, and the clouds begin to kind of wash to the side and the wind picks up and you can feel the spray off of this river. I need everybody to roll me initiative. Oof. Um, how are we doing on initiative, Mr. Bart? A 16 for Bortimus. Okay. How are we doing on initiative, Crow? Crow got a 13. Crow? Nice. Got it. Uh, Jesse, slash Karzalek. Um, it, it, you know, in tradition, it can't be over a 10. Um, Car's got a solid <laughs> 8. 8. Hey. Got it. Okay. And trees? Guess what, Cars? You beat trees. I got a 6. <laughs> Yo, oh, God. Oh, boy, you guys. I'm super um, ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and let me add it. I guess this would be an interesting question. Can I use my bow and arrow while uh, concentrating like on this rock um, thing? Because it's a two-handed weapon. Right. So I was going to address that when you made, when it made an attack. You have to be holding right, the thing to, um, to be making the craft move. Okay. Um, so let's see here. Uh, so maybe I wasn't able to pull out my short bow, but we can get to that. You're point. able to pull out your short bow, and then even the craft continues to move under its own momentum. But you notice that the second that you pull out your short bow and you put this thing into your pocket, that uh, you don't start sinking but you are not locomoting either. Okay. All right, so... First 
in the order. It gets to go. And it is going to move swiftly towards you as it sort of leaves the shallow water with the reeds that it stands in. I'll mark this on the map in a second here where the, where the edge is, because we're on just full blank encounter map land. Um, it, it leaves the shore and slithers into the water and moves until it disappears beneath your vessel. Um, let me see here. And that is all that you seem to see, see seem to see, you know? It, it goes into the water like uh, very amphibious looking. Um, okay, next in the order is Bart Bud. All right, uh, Bart is going to whistle and then look to trees and be like, move the boat. And uh, we'll summon Ibby throwback because spell slots. Hmm. Right. Uh, Ibby's going to pop up in there. And then Ibby will ready in action if anything shows up to attack it. That'll be my turn. All right, cool. I'm putting the, the bubble back on the map, too. The bubble. The bubble. We'll just leave it there for now. I know you said you moved it and everything, but let's just... Yeah, that's fine. It's pretty much in the middle anyway. Party zone. Yeah, party zone. Trees party zone. Feature <laughs> name of this raft. Um, <laughs> bringing it back to okay. Rinkleton. Bringing it back. Okay, so um, that's all you do. You summon Ibster. Yeah, I cannot see. Okay. I, oh, actually, you know, I'll summon and then for my move action, if you're fine, I'll, I'll yeah. get a torch out. Yeah, that's fine. You grab a torch. Yeah. And... The world is a little brighter. Um, okay, next in the order, Crow. Alrighty. Um, so she saw it go under along with it with everyone else. Uh, she'll kind of move towards the middle of the boat, but staying inside the dome. Um, and she will cast a spell to give herself some icy armor. Mm, okay. Very cool. And uh, that'll be her turn, just getting ready for whatever is going to come next. Very cool. All right, next in the order is Karzalek. Um, question, do we know where these humanoid bodies are on this boat? There, uh, I assumed you guys left them where they were on the map last, which is up top on the wagon. There's like cages actually at the back and a chimney coming out of the wagon. And that's where on the last map they were stashed. Okay, well, Kars is gonna look at the party. Don't think ill of me, but I have to wonder if this thing's hungry. And with that, he's going to start making his way towards the back with intention of like throwing a body of these one of these uh, bodies off the sea. Like Maybe it. that would distract. Him. I like that a lot. That's smart. Making <laughs> um, uh, these bodies on the map here for you. I, I didn't think you might need them, but here are the bodies. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. So from the waters. Yeah. Sure. It's kind of sort now that the body. Take it. There's, there now are that we've four. Them, it's like. Yeah, there's four bodies back there. Um, yeah, like chop one up and toss it in. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he can't reach it, he will take an opportunity. In case it does decide to attack randomly, he will ready um, a dodge action while he works his way up. All right, you take take the dodge action. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. The next in the order, keeping it moving. Trees, round one. Okay. Um, I think uh, I realizing that the uh, the bard slowly 
stopping to move and might be sinking into the river. Um, it's I not sinking. You you okay. notice that it's not sinking. Um, it's just it's it's as long as you maintain down. your concentration on it, it is no longer locomoting forward. Um, yeah. You're not you don't have any authority over it, but it remains aloft. I think uh, after Bart told me to like get this thing moving, I think uh, I. Uh, fight my old instinct to pull out my bow and grab the rock once again. Okay. Um, setting my bow down and um, does it take my action to try to move this thing more or is it um, just like a movement? You thing? can use a move action. Okay. Uh, I will use so that then to try to move this thing the heck out of here. Okay. As I will also um, poke my head. Oh wait, no, I can't do that. I can't come out of the dome at all. So I guess, yeah, I guess I can't really uh, yeah, do anything else. I guess I'll dodge. Where you, you want to move it forward, though? Yes, yeah. I would like to try to get this thing out of here, away from whatever Let me that see thing is. if this will work. You guys, so hold on. And maybe, like, towards the middle Works. of the river more? Yeah, you moved so as far as you can move. Cool. And, and uh, I yeah, that's my turn. Reminder, let me draw this frickin' river's edge here. Um, it's gonna be real purdy. The purdiest. I wouldn't be able to use, like, my action to dash with the ship, right? <laughs> um... This doesn't seem like you're no, doing No, you, you're not. Alright, cool. Then that's my turn. Okay. going to do really quickly here these circles here these are the reeds on the shore where it's not sandy or silty or anything it's just plants yeah, and i think i would have tried to move the ship away from the shore as okay opposed i can to do just that for you. downwards sure. yeah. sweet that's my turn so i'll move you to like Perfect. Heck yeah. Okay, cool. Getting away from this thing, hopefully. Okay. So now, um, that was your turn. End of round one. Oops. That's not right. Oh. Uh, hold on, guys. Our boat sank. Oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> you told me it wouldn't sink. There you go. We're back. Yay. <laughs> I deleted the whole map. No, I didn't. Um... <laughs> Next in the order, round numero dos, the vine creature. It whips around a tendril underneath your barge, and you see coming up Karzalek on top of the, uh, the rear, the aft here, where you're on this cart. It clatters up with a great claw right in front of you. Can I use my cutting words on it? Uh, you do have an attack prepared, right? It's a reaction, but um, right. yeah. Well, then either way, I think, actually. Because you can all perceive this now, I think. If cars are like, you know, like, oh, it's there. You can all oh, be Ooh, But is it a magical effect and it wouldn't go through my dome? That's mm. up to you. Uh, where's the spell of Leomans? The spell text of Leomans? It says that no magical effects. We pass through it. Yeah, we 
just want to get exact with this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spells um, and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through. So no, yeah. you cannot cast a spell right. targeting something outside the it's dome. It's not technically a spell because it's my it's a magical ability I have, but it's still a magical ability. So yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, makes sense. I just shout, okay. look out! <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then... Feed it. <laughs> and then what? So that's, uh, that's the end of, uh, of, of your... You guys are taking any ready actions here? I, I don't know about. I, I don't think you are. So if that's I the mean, end... Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Like, where does it show like, up? Reactions or can, so, so it just comes up on the back of the boat here. Um... And you guys are all able to see that. And I'm asking yeah. if you have like reactions that you're gonna do here. <clears throat> no ready to action sure. trigger. Okay. That makes sense for me. So. Yeah. Then it is going to, after using its movement, um, it's actually gonna use the remainder of its movement because believe it or not, it has a faster climb speed than it has a um uh Normal move speed. I feel like I put it on the wrong layer, you guys. Yeah, we can't yeah. see the uh, the monster. That's, I didn't oh, understand that you guys couldn't okay. see it. Like, <laughs> I, I cleared up a lot. I didn't know. No, I feel like no one said I can't see where it is. Um, <laughs> I thought it was like, like climbing up. Yeah, same. It was. Like, it was. But I was trying to say, and you see it right here. So okay. let's rewind real quick. Really quick. This creature climbs up from the rear of the ship. A claw lands on the top deck there, and Karzalek, you see this thing. It's vine-like tendrils coming out from it. You guys take your reactions there, and then it's going to use the remainder of its movement speed, which it has more while it's climbing than it does while it's normally moving. And it's going to fling the chair aside like it's nothing, and then it's going to reach out with a claw attack at you, Karzalek. Delicious. I guess he doesn't want the he has to, wants to eat steel. Doesn't want to eat a delicious body. He hasn't been offered anything quite yet. So, <laughs> um, oh my God, that's a natural twenty. Uh, um, but he dodged. Oh right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Rolling with disadvantage. Um, uh, what's your armor class? So glad you dodged. Twenty-one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twenty-one. Hmm. Wait, why is that disadvantage? Because the dodge action, you were oh, smart. Yeah, and you, you said I dodge. <laughs> oh yeah. So you, Karzalek is like, oh what? Oh god! And jumps out of the way. And this thing breaks out at you, uh, and it misses with its first attack. <laughs> it is going to make another attack with its bite, lash out at you with its open maw. Twenty-one's your AC. Yes. It's still exactly. Oh, I. Uh, that is exactly a hit. Dang it. Uh, on, on the advantage. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, and then damage. Um, hold on. Dice pile. Okay. You take five piercing damage. And. Four poison damage, and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Okay. Okay. I thought in a second I'm popping right back in. But so we have five piercing and four poison, and a con saving throw? Yes. Yes. Okay, internet, what happens? So my browser just crashed. Oh Rebooting. no, take your time. This is 
It's wonderful. Eric, <laughs> <laughs> great timing Good for that. Timing. I know. Hey, Golden, taking damage. Ah, sorry. I was just not working. Yeah, your audio super changed too. Yeah. Like, what, what's uh, what's your constitution saving throw? Um, shoot. Come on, come on, new beautiful formatted roll twenty with the slightly faster. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Uh, tell me what you got. Tell me what you got. I love how it's like ten percent faster. It's pretty amazing. Map is slowly coming on. I think it's wonderful, and they're generous okay. and should sponsor us. <laughs> yep. Yep. And they give us I was not being sarcastic. I was being serious. All right. What's okay. your number? Oh. If you have it, con saving throw is. Is a 17. 17. You feel like something wet seeps out of your your wound, uh, but you you feel like a lot of it splattered onto your armor. Uh, okay, got it. Sweet. And then then I got the five uh, five uh, and four poison. Okay, yes. Yeah. Then up. it is going to make a final attack at you. <laughs> this little bitch. God damn, some bitch. And you guys are level fucking five now, so welcome to Bulbadur. Um, <laughs> okay. The, uh, okay, the attack comes from its tail, which is a long and serrated-looking vine. Um, that is going to be a miss. Oh, the nine on the die there. It's going to be a miss. So... Uh, it skitters off your armor as well. Um, and it is going to, with his body language, after it rakes at you, after it bites at you and it hits, then it is, you know, it whips at you with its tail and then it sort of like rears back a little bit and it's up on its two legs again, uh, standing with its claws exposed. Uh, and I want you, Karzalek, actually, to roll me a nature check. Carl's like throwing all the checks. That's a nine. Yeah, you have never seen a beast like this in your life, and you are terrified. Moving all on. Right. Um, it is now Bart's turn. Okay. Um, Bart is going to, let's see. Sick Ibby on this thing. Be like, whoa, get off of him. And then uh, trademark spell. We will try to vine whip this or thorn whip. <laughs> thorn whip. This son of a gun. So that's a spell attack. Ooh, that should hit with 25. 25 is indeed a hit. Nice. Not that this world does very much, but you know. <laughs> okay. 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 That, that went on the ground, but. It was four points of damage. Four points of damage taken. Piercing damage, and then I can pull it up to ten feet closer to me if I want to. Okay. Would you like to? Pull it? Can I pull it into that table, like in between? Um, is it? Does there. that work on large? Large. Creatures? It's large or smaller. So it is large. That so does work. Okay. Yeah. So where do you like to pull it? Uh, I want to pull it just like close. I imagine that's the table, right? So we all just pull it against yeah. the table, like. Okay, you pull it against the table, and and the chair leg that remains, uh, you know, sort of skitters under its feet, and it's pulled by your thorn whip over yep, towards the I'll table. Just, and I'll be like, "Get him, Ruby! Get him!" Okay. And then we will attack the vantage. That's an eleven and a twenty-seven. So. Ooh. 
All right. That's a hit on the second one. Loving it. Yep. Yep. Ebby will hit for uh, nine points of piercing damage. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Nine points piercing damage. Got it. And that'll end our collective turn. Okie dokie. Um, next in the order in round two is Crow. Cool. Um, is there a way to get up onto the wagon from the from this side, the opposite corner of the you stairs? You could try to climb it, but it would be um, probably, if you don't have a climb speed, this would be a climb check. check. Probably really low DC, but you know, it's... It's something. It's, yeah. it's like you're climbing up the side of a uh, cart with no handholds necessarily built there for that purpose. Yeah, I will instead just uh, kind of, and I'm not going to walk through cars as long as I don't stop yeah. on him. Okay, uh, let's see. Well, she wants to get into a flanking position. Would um, this spot work for that? You're flanking with Ibby. Yeah. Okay, cool. And she will, as she moves, she's drawing her rapier, and she casts um, Booming Blade through it. Okay. So let's make an attack roll. Twenty-four. Twenty-four will hit. You guys getting some high numbers right now? Yeah, making up for last time. I had yeah. an average roll of four the last session. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that was so pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, doing Your the damage. Make sure I get it right. be 11 damage 11 and damage. um yeah and uh part of that is electric if it matters two of it is um okay thunder. two of it is thunder let me see um thunder is sonic damage if that's what that is um so it's not electricity thunder. it's force yeah thunder okay. is sonic it's yeah. uh well it's not force force is force but it's thunder is yeah. is uh Thunder well, is actually, thunder. thunder is so. Hold on, actually, I'm not sure about that. It is um, thunder damage is what's assigned to the the sorcerer that I play. Thunder damage, so, like, spell. Thunder damage can be characterized, I think, in multiple ways. Um, I'm not sure if electricity damage is a thing in this game. It totally is, and it's called lightning damage. Now back to the episode. So, you know, thunder. Thunder is electricity damage. It does thunder um, damage. So, okay, rewind here real quick. You do your thunder damage to it. Got it. Now, is there any effect I need to save for that? Or is it just on the condition no. away? Correct. If you move, there will okay. be an effect. Wonderful. Next up, if that's the end of your turn. Yes, it is. Is Karzalek. All right. Mars kind of grunts and mutters to Crow as they lock in combat. Sting could have had a free meal, but wants the hard way, I guess. And we're going to take a couple <laughs> swings with the longsword. Um, <laughs> and so is it? Is, is he also flanking with Ibby? Yeah, you guys are flanking it now. Okay, sweet. I want to just roll on roll 20 just for the, um, because it can do both <laughs> with advantage. Okay. Um, so I think I toggle that, just do that, and then I just click this, and boom. That's a Damn, 26. These rolls, these over 20-something rolls. 
are are good. Yeah, twenty six will hit. And I will roll. I'll, I'll roll in person here for the D eight. Okay. Um, that's eight points of slashing. Eight points of slashing. Yep, with an unwavering mark and one and the extra attack coming in. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. That's eighteen. Eighteen. Yes. And eighteen, uh, as you lay your sword into it one time, an eighteen is also a hit. All right. Okay. Ooh. Spicy. And that's ooh, that's minimal damage on the dice. That's five points of slashing. Five points of slashing. Okay. Um, got it. Two slashes and a mark, and cars is done. Okay. And so you guys are shredding into this thing with all these attacks, and you notice that like bits of foliage are flying off of its body as you do. Like you're hacking into a bush, not into a creature. Um, and let's see here. Um, next in the order is trees. All right. Um, I think trees uh, steps up. Uh, can I use my movement and also still move the barge? Um, I think you can keep the barge moving in the direction that it's moving while moving out across the deck. So, cool. So, so I poke my, myself over to the other side of the dome and I stick my head out and yell, uh, Oi, why don't you make like a leaf and die? And viciously <laughs> mock it. All right. That's incredible. As the uh, as the uh, the dome disappears, as I stick my head out of, I poke my okay. head out of it, trying to just yell at it, and then the dome disappears. Wow, it's gone. Okay. So um, mechanically speaking, you are cutting words in it, or uh, no? It's vicious mockery. Yeah. So, so that's a uh, save, right? Yeah, it's a that not thirteen. It's a wisdom save DC fifteen. DC fifteen wisdom save. All right. Ah, it's a fail. It fails big nice. time. Cool. So that's 2d4 psychic damage. That's a 4. Okay. And a 1. So that's 5 psychic damage. And it has okay. disadvantage on its next attack roll. Nice. Before the okay. end of its next turn. So yeah. Got it. That's my action. Um, does anybody look like really fucked up or hurt or anything right now? Not at the moment. Not I. Pro? Okay. Yep. Bart, you're okay? Yeah, I'm up. Monster picked the wrong up. night for a fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I guess that's, yeah, that's that's going to be my turn then as I just like All right. uh, feel naked without the dome. End of round two. Round three begins. It's its turn. First thing it's going to do is it is going to whip around at the less crunchy target. Um, that seems to be gnawing on it, this dog. Um, <laughs> and it is going to spin around and do uh, a bite attack on it. Don't, don't bite, right Ibby. So Ibby's armor class. With disadvantage. Yep. Cool. Uh, it should be 13, I believe. Yeah, it, it rolled a 16 and an 18. Yeah, so do it. So it bites into the Ibster, and the bite attack coming in here is oh max damage. That is twelve piercing damage plus um, four poison damage. A total of sixteen damage. 
and Ouch. Ibby needs to make a constitution saving throw. Alrighty. It is, oh, uh, 19. 19, that's a save. Okay. So then that's one attack there. And then it is going to continue to whip around and strike Karzalek with a claw attack with its momentum. And it's it's done with disadvantage, correct? That was its next attack. Yeah, so if it attacks, only if it attacks, I'm not sure if Trees' thing applies. There were multiple but, things giving disadvantage. Right. So, but it's attacking Karzalek now. So, yeah, Car, I think it's only has disadvantage if it does, if it's for Cars, it's for Unwavering Mark. If it's attacking yeah. Cars, um, there's right. no disadvantage. And it burned the vicious mockery. Yeah, the vicious mockery okay. was the first attack. And, yeah, uh, the rest. So, fine. it's still connected with disadvantage. And then it is going to strike with uh, a hit against Karzalek. It gets, gets way, way above your AC. Um, okay. And uh, the claw attack coming in at uh, um, 13. Sorry, no, 11 damage. Understood. Uh, that's slashing damage. Okay. Um, and. Then it is going to make a final attack. Um, and it might be, who knows how well you guys do the next round, it might be its final attack ever. It is going to rear back one more time onto its hind legs. And then like Jurassic Park, its frills flare out really wide all of a sudden and a bunch of tree looking limbs uh, and, and vines like shake and a hiss emanates from its big mouth and you see these sharp fangs and a horrible red plant-like tongue. And it is going to use its breath weapon on you. Uh, On all three of you, crow, bart, and trees. Um, So, I need a... (laughs) I need a dexterity (laughs) saving throw from each of you. As acid comes, just is is disgusting, like a like a Nickelodeon slime. Just acid comes just shooting out of its gaping hole. I rolled a nat one. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! Which is hilarious because I rolled a nat twenty. Yeah. Nat twenty. So we got one. So actually, Karzalek, you don't need to roll. So good news <laughs> yeah, for that. It's, it's a cone. <laughs> it's a cone that's getting crow, um, Bart, and, and trees. Look, I burned yeah. that twenty for nothing. You burned that twenty for nothing. Okay, God so I have a ten. I have a Just nat one, which I know is going to be a fail, and uh, I have a nine total. for Bart. So nine, so three fails. Yep. Dungeon Master's delights. All right. <laughs> so let's see what happens here. Uh, I need more of this dice. Hold on. Oh, man. Later, I need to pop my head out of this thing. Uh, oh, I'm, I don't have enough of that dice in front of me. Hold on. <laughs> you love to hear that. Okay. Um, all right. I'm scared. Oh, man. Okay. Um, you all fail. And <laughs> take... In every way. In every way. And take a total of... 26 acid damage. Yikes. As you're all just coated in this corrosive slime. 
Well, now we're hurt. <laughs> now, now you're hurt. And we're going to pick up right there next time. God damn it. Like it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no. That's great. I don't right, like so, these things. So we, we kill this thing, and then we, and then we take a long rest. Then we take a big nap.